888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. (laughs) I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, and as usual, another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to set up a squeeze page using Optimize Press and Aweber. You know, when it comes to blogging, your mailing list is one of the most valuable aspects and assets of your building your blogging business. And a squeeze page is one of the most powerful tools for getting people to subscribe to your list. However, a lot of bloggers don't have one. In fact, I didn't have one for a while. It's nothing to be ashamed of. We've all been there. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the easiest way that I know to get your squeeze page up and running and looking good. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. Oh man, there's so much that can be said about, you know, this this concept of setting up a squeeze page. A squeeze page is very essential if you're trying to build a list. Um, of course, well, you know, I say essential, but you can build a list without a squeeze page. But a squeeze page really gives you that extra oomph, you know, that extra je ne sais quoi. <laughs> um, so first off, I want to answer a simple question. What is a squeeze page? And I do what I typically do when I'm looking for a definition. I went to Wikipedia and I did a search for squeeze page. And this is what uh, came up. A squeeze page is a landing page created to solicit opt-in email addresses from prospective prospective subscribers. I can't speak. What's going on? Um, Anyhow, so you're trying to solicit email addresses, opt-in email addresses from prospective subscribers. And my simple definition of a squeeze page is this. A squeeze page is a web page with one purpose to get people to subscribe to your list. That's it. A page where you're trying to get people to subscribe to your list. It consists of, you know, a certain amount of content. You have some content that you're trying to um, convince people that whatever they're signing up for is valuable information or valuable content, a valuable resource or anything of that sort and an opt-in form. So, In order for someone to get access to that resource, whatever that resource is, they need to opt in. They need to give you their email address. And in return, they get that resource, whatever that resource is. Um, So the question is, what kinds of things can you have um, to get people to sign up on your list? Okay, before we even talk about, you know, setting up the squeeze page and all that kind of stuff, we know uh, what a squeeze page is. Um, but now let's talk about what you can do to get people to sign up on your list. Well, uh, one of the simple things you can do is you can just have a newsletter. All right, you have a newsletter that goes out every so often. It might be once a week or once every other week or twice a week, once a month, whatever 
the case may be, um, where you're updating people or your subscribers about what's going on in your niche, what's going on at your blog, what's going on in the world of whatever it is you're blogging about. Um, you can just have a newsletter to update people on content. Also, another way you can get people onto your list is by um, having a free resource. So you can put together an ebook, a free report, a course, um, a, a special video or an audio that they can listen to um, that teaches them a specific concept. Anything of that sort, whether it's text, video, audio, whatever the case might be, um, you can have someone opt into your list for that. Um, so those are some of the things that you can have people opt in for. But the question is, why with a squeeze page? Why, why do I even care about having a squeeze page? Can I just have an opt-in form on my blog and send people to, that, to my blog and then hopefully they get on my list because they saw this opt-in form? It looks so exciting and they just really want to get on, on there. Yes, you can do that. But there are some reasons why people use squeeze pages. And it's very simple. The first reason is because it minimizes distractions. Now, I don't know about you, but if you go to becomeablogger.com, which is my blog, you will see a whole bunch of con uh, con content and stuff there. Um, you will see that you can opt in to get my free course. You'll see my premium products. Um, you'll see uh, all the recent posts that are listed. You'll see my podcast. You'll see um, some banners and so on. You can go to my about page and you can contact me and there's just a whole bunch of stuff going on and there's a lot in terms of distractions. Now, when you have a squeeze page, there is one single focus and that's getting people onto your list. And when people come to your blog, they see a bunch of stuff. But when they come to your squeeze page, all they see is one option. And when you do that, you are increasing the likelihood that they are actually subscribed to that list. All right, and this is a this is a great thing. The more options you put, the more options that are included, the more distractions that are there, that minimizes the chances that anyone, I don't care who they are, that anyone will subscribe to your newsletter, to your list. They will opt in and give you their email address and say, you know what, I, I'm giving you permission to contact me. So having more options minimizes the chances that people are going to actually subscribe. So by minimizing the, uh, the, the distractions, you're increasing the likelihood that people will subscribe. Another reason why having a squeeze page is such a good idea is because it gives you a specific page that you can send people to to receive that free resource, whatever that free resource is. All right. So in, instead of sending that, you, you know, there's someone that you want to subscribe to your list and you send them to your blog. Great. They get great content. But it's not going to be accomplishing that one specific purpose. And by having that squeeze page, I can tell you, for example, go to freebloggingvideos.com. And when you go to freebloggingvideos.com, it'll take you to my squeeze page where you can sign up and get my free blogging videos on how to get your blog up and running and to build a business around your blog. That is a page that I can tell you to go to and you will get that one resource uh, that I am giving away. All right, so having a squeeze page, number one, it minimizes distractions. That's extremely important. 
you have a single focus, it's more likely that they're going to accomplish whatever it is that goal is. And in this case, that goal is to sign up to your list. And number two, it gives you a specific page that you can send people to to receive that free resource that you're giving away. The third and last reason I want to give for why a squeeze page is so important and why it's such a good idea to have a squeeze page is because it allows you to test different elements of that page to increase your conversions. Now, what do I mean by that? When I talk about conversions, I'm talking um, the number of people that subscribe to your list or opt into your 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 whatever it is you're having them opt in for um, as a percentage of the number of people that actually visit the site. So for example, that sounded a bit complicated. So let me re rephrase that. Um, if 100 people come to your site and 10 people sign up, you have a 10% conversion rate. If you can increase that conversion rate to 20%, you're going to get twice as many people signing up to your list. So you'll get 20 people signing up to your list for every 100 visitors that come to your site. And by having a squeeze page, it makes it easier to be able to test elements like your headline and the, 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 the copy, the, the, the content that you have on the page and, and the colors that you're using and so on. It makes it much easier to be able to test those different elements and to see what makes your page more effective so that you can make it more and more effective over time. Now, I'm not going to go into a bunch of detail about that here, and I'll probably do a follow-up at some point talking about conversions and different ways of increasing your conversions. Um, but for this, this podcast episode, I really want to dive into just setting up this squeeze page and how to go about doing it in a way that's very easy, the easiest way that I've found and the way that has allowed me to create multiple squeeze pages that look really good without having to be a professional designer or anything of that sort. Okay, so we know what types of things you can give away to get people onto your, to, to, to entice people to sign up from your squeeze page. Um, we know why you should use a squeeze page. Now let's talk about what you need uh, to have a squeeze page. Well, the first thing you're going to need is, is very obvious. You're going to need an autoresponder service. Um, and an autoresponder service is a service like Aweber. Aweber is the one that I highly recommend. I've been using it for years, and it's a great service. And what it allows you to do is send automa automated emails to your subscribers at specified time intervals. Um, and you can deliver content to them. You can um, deliver information to them and get them to come back to your blog. Uh, you can deliver that free resource, whether it's a, a PDF report or an ebook or a free video or whatever the case might be. And you can follow up with them in an automated way. Um, so Aweber is a service that I recommend. If you don't have an Aweber account, you can go to becomeablogger.com slash Aweber. Um, that is an affiliate link, of course, um, but I never recommend anything that I haven't used and, and I find that it adds a significant amount of value uh, to my business. Aweber, great autoresponder service. If you do not have an autoresponder service, I highly recommend for you to go with Aweber. Um, 
and just a word, a, a side note on that. There are other autoresponder services out there, and if you're on another one, that's fine. Um, there are a number of reasons why I choose AWeber. A lot of people go with MailChimp, but MailChimp has a number of things in their terms and services that are very restricting that a lot of people don't recognize. So I like to be safe and let people know a service that I use and that I trust. Um, so AWeber, great. So that's the first thing you're going to need, an autoresponder service. The second thing you're going to need, if you want to do it the way that I'm going to recommend, which is the easiest way that I found, is by using a WordPress theme called Optimize Press. Now, let me tell you a little bit about this Optimize Press deal because I am in love with Optimize Press. <laughs> um, Optimize Press it's a, a WordPress theme that makes it really easy for you to set up sales pages, squeeze pages, membership pages, um, launch pages, all of these different things that you would typically have to hire a designer and spend who knows how much um, to get a nice page designed. Optimize Press allows you to do it. If you know how to use WordPress and you know how to add a page, you can use Optimize Press to generate a very attractive looking squeeze page. And in fact, along with this episode, this is going to be episode number 92. In the show notes of this episode, I'm posting a video and the video shows you how to create a squeeze page in three minutes flat using Optimize Press. And you'll see exactly how I was able to do it. So if you want to check that video out, come back to the, sh the, the blog and come to the show notes for this episode. You can get there by going to becomeablogger.com slash episode 92. So the number is 92. Becomeablogger.com slash episode 92. And you'll be able to see exactly how I went about creating a squeeze page in exactly three minutes. And it's going to amaze you if you haven't seen what Optimize Press can do. Uh, this, this video will be very enlightening. So go ahead and check it out. Not only am I including a video, but I'm also including, including a detailed PDF download, a detailed walkthrough on how to set up a squeeze page in Optimize Press. So, I mean, if you come to this, the show notes for this episode, you're just going to get a whole bunch of value. You'll get the video that shows you how to do it in three minutes, um, and you're going to get a PDF download that has screenshots walking you through exactly how to set it up. Um, so, becomeablogger.com slash episode 92. Um, if you want to sign up for Optimize Press, if you want to get Optimize Press, which I highly recommend, uh, go to becomeablogger.com slash Optimize Press. And all of the links will be in the show notes, um, episode 92. Now, uh, how I typically do this is I have my blog, for example, at becomeablogger.com. And then I install a separate WordPress installation for my membership site where I have my squeeze pages and all these different things. So it's a separate WordPress installation. You install Optimize Press and then you can use it uh, to create your squeeze pages and a bunch of other stuff. So the first thing you need, AWeber an autoresponder service. Uh, the second thing you need is Optimize Press if you're going to do it the way that I recommend for you to do it in this podcast episode. And the third thing is kind of optional because it all depends on the format of the squeeze page that you're trying to do. 
if you are like me and you love video and you want to make a video squeeze page, you need to have some kind of video hosting service. A popular one and a free one, a great one is YouTube.com. You can just upload your squeeze, I mean, your your, your video to um, YouTube.com and then you can use that to embed in your optimized press squeeze page and use that to get people to subscribe to your list. All right, so you can use YouTube. I personally use Vimeo Pro, and that's a paid service, and the reason I use that is because there are a lot of features that you can use um, in terms of protecting your videos and restricting certain aspects of it. Um, it's not a huge deal, um, but because I also run a premium membership site and I want to have premium hosting for my video in a way that no someone can't just steal steal my videos and embed it in their site and so on. Um, I use Vimeo Pro, but YouTube.com, excellent for video hosting. You already know that, and you can use this for your squeeze pages also. All right, so those are the things that you're going to need. Now I want to talk about the elements of an effective squeeze page because, yeah, anyone can have a, a squeeze page, but that doesn't mean that the squeeze page is going to be effective. So there are three elements of an effective squeeze page. The first element is probably the most important element. And I'll probably say that about every element so far, <laughs> uh, every one of the three elements. Um, but the first element is you want to have a compelling headline. You want, the, you want the headline to be something that captures um, your attention, something that holds your attention and makes you think, okay, I need to read the rest of this page or I need to watch this video. Um, so some examples of effective headlines or compelling headlines um, are some that you probably see uh, all over the place. But you see them in a bunch of places because they work well. That's why people use them. So the first example would be something like, who else wants blank? Um, so for example, for me, who has a biology site, I can have a headline that says, who else wants to pass their biology class with an A+. <laughs> now, if you're a struggling biology student and you stumble onto this squeeze page where I'm offering you some resource and it has a headline that says, who else wants to pass their biology class with an A+. Is that going to stand out in your mind? Yes, it will. <laughs> um, so who else wants blank? Whatever that is for your niche, for your blog, or for your resource that you're trying to give away, that's a great compelling headline. Another one is build a blank you can be proud of. Um, for example, build a blog you can be proud of. So if I want to get people to sign up for my um, resource on showing them how to build a blog, I can have a, blog, a headline that says build a blog you can be proud of. One more example is what everyone ought to know about blank. So for example, what everyone ought to know about building a successful business. All right. That's a compelling headline uh, because that, that talks about something that people know that I may not know and I want to know it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If this is something that um, I am passionate about, if this is something that I'm struggling with and I want to know these secrets, when I see a headline like that, um, 
I I am motivated to watch the video, to read the rest of the page, and so on and so forth. Uh, now, these he examples of headlines I actually got from a resource um, from Copy Blogger that's called Copy Blogger's Magnetic Headlines. And if you come to the show notes for this episode, I will have a link to that in the li the list of resources. Copy Blogger's Magnetic Headlines, and it's a series that teaches you how to write magnetic or i like to call them compelling headlines so make sure to come over to the, the the show notes to check out that so that you can make sure that when you're writing your headlines you're making them magnetic you're making them compelling so that's the first element a compelling headline the second element would be a list of the benefits now if you're doing a video, you'll be talking about the benefits. If you're if you're just writing copy, you have text on your page, you're going to have it just written out there on the page, maybe as, as dot points or something of that sort. But you want to pay attention to and focus on the benefits. Now, there's a big difference between features and benefits and you need to be very clear about that because you're not going to be putting a bunch of features on your your squeeze page you're going to be listing the benefits a feature is what your product or service has a benefit is what the person will be able to do after getting your product or service or or how will they benefit what will that do for them so i want to give you some examples uh, so that you can be clear on what the difference between features and benefits are. A feature, okay, become a blogger training videos. A feature of the videos is uh, I have video training on how to get your blog set up. Okay, that's great. I know what it has to offer, but what is the benefit for me? What is the benefit for you? A benefit would be you'll be able to get your blog up and running fast without having to stress out about all of the techie stuff. And you know what? If I'm a, a, a beginning blogger or I want to get into blogging, but I'm thinking to myself, man, I don't know how to use all this technology. I'm not familiar with WordPress and all that kind of stuff. And I see that one of the benefits of this course or this free resource is that I'll be get it, I'll be able to get it up and running fast without the stress of all that techie stuff that I've been worrying about. That sounds very beneficial to me. Another benefit, uh, another feature versus benefit compa comparison for my biology blog. A feature is uh, I might have a study guide that gives a detailed study of the nervous system. Okay, that's a feature. Great, but what's the benefit? A benefit could be that you'll be able to understand the nervous system without having to read through a boring chapter in a textbook. <laughs> you know, and if I'm in a, a neuroscience class or something of that sort, and I am reading through my textbook and it's so boring, I'm struggling to to stay awake as I'm reading it. And I come and I see that one of the benefits of opting in is I get this free resource that's gonna allow me to understand what I'm struggling with without having to read the boring chapter in a textbook? Does that sound good to me? Yes, it does. <laughs> and that is a benefit. So I hope that um, kind of you know, gives you a, a good idea of um, the difference between a feature and a benefit. And I've heard someone say um, that a benefit, in order to 
come go from a feature to benefit uh, you just add so that dot 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 at the end of the statement so it's a, a detailed study of the nervous system so that and here's the benefit you won't have to read through a boring chapter in a textbook. Um, a, a video training to help you get your blog set up so that, and here's the benefit, you don't have to stress out about all the techie stuff. So add that so that if you're confused about the difference between features and benefits, finish that sentence and you'll have a better idea of what the benefits are for signing up to whatever it is you're trying to get people to sign up for. So first element, a compelling headline. Second element, a list of the benefits. And the third element, and you can't skip this element, the third and final element is a call to action. A call to action. It's you telling people, fill out the form to the right or fill out the form right beneath this video to get instant access to my free resource. You cannot assume that because you have a compelling headline and you have a list of benefits and you make that very clear, you cannot assume that they're just going to sign up. No, you need to give them that call to action, invite them to sign up, tell them to sign up because you know that they're going to get a ton of value if they sign up to your list or they opt into your to get your resource or anything of that sort. So that third and final option um, uh, element of an e effective squeeze page is a call to action. So number one, you want to have a compelling headline. Number two, you want to have a list of benefits. And number three, you want to have a call to action. Now, you, you you may be wondering what's more um, what's going to be a more effective squeeze page, whether it's going to be a video squeeze page or a text squeeze page. And my answer to that uh, is it all depends. And the only way to know is to just test it out. The way I would get started is what is easiest for you? Is it easier to create a video where you're just talking about whatever it is you have to offer and what the benefits are um, and, and what people are going to get for signing up to your list, for opting in for your free resource? Can you just get in front of a video camera and, and make a compelling story and that's easy for you to do? Then start with video. And then from there, you can test it. You can test using um, just text. You can test using text and video. Um, and that's a little more advanced. But it just kind of give you, gives you an idea of what is possible. You start with something, and then you build from there. So do you have a squeeze page out there? If you do, and this is going to be a time where I'm actually asking you to promote your stuff because I would love to see what you're up to. Come to this episode, becomeablogger.com slash episode 92, and leave a link to your squeeze page and tell me a little bit about it and what, you know, whatever. Just come to the blog and 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 promote your stuff <laughs> promote your stuff and let me see uh, what you have going on i would love to take a look if you do not have a squeeze page up and running you don't have something that you're gonna have that you're giving away for free for people to sign up on your blog um to sign up to, to 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 get on your newsletter your mailing list your aweber list whatever you want to call it 
I want you to come up with an idea as to something that you can give away and then come to the blog and, and just leave that idea in the comments. I would love to hear what you're thinking about doing and maybe even give you some feedback. So becomeablogger.com slash episode 92. Lastly, I just want to mention this kind of as a side note. Um, if you're struggling with this concept of building a list and you want to get some more help and resources to help you really um, narrow down on how to build a list, I do have a course that's called List Building Simplified. And you can check that out at becomeablogger.com slash listbuilding. That's becomeablogger.com slash listbuilding. So that's pretty much it for this episode. I hope you got a ton of value from that. And I hope you have some information that you can use now to go and set up a squeeze page um, to get people to sign up on your list um, and, 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 you know, grow that list because really your list is the most valuable asset. So I hope you got a lot of value from this. Um, as usual, I want to let you know that this program, this show, this podcast is brought to you by my 10 free videos. Um, I mean, my free blog, blog training course at freebloggingvideos.com. Head on over there, freebloggingvideos.com. Sign up, opt in from my squeeze page, <laughs> opt in on my squeeze page, and you will get some resources, some video training where I'm going to walk you through the exact process that I've used. Um, to build my blog and to build my online business around my blog. So I, um, I hope you get a lot of value from this. If you are enjoying this, go to iTunes, Leslie on iTunes.com and leave a five star rating if you think it's worth five stars. Um, so this is Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com. That's all I have for this episode. And uh, until next time, take care and God bless. <laughs>